0: How's it going? This is Dave. I'm here with. Oh, I'm Cam. Oh, yes, that's me. Welcome to episode 109 of the Master Class. We're happy that you're here with us. How you doing? Uh, me or them? You. Oh, because <laughs> I can't answer. <laughs> well, they can answer out loud. We we'll just leave. the oh, okay. li- Next five okay. seconds, listener. How are you? Awesome. Uh, yeah. Or that's really uh, sad. Or. Hmm. That. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> oh, gosh. Inter- interactive podcasting. Yes. Oh,
1: that's the future, man.
0: Well, I think that's called live,
1: live, live Collins. Live.
0: <laughs> Collins.
1: Maybe we should start an anchor show. We can do that. Yeah, technology's here, it and is. it's all on your phone. It's a wonderful. thing That
0: is very scary. The amount of technology that is available, but
1: but anyways, we're here. It's episode one hundred and nine. Dave asked me how I'm doing. I'm finally gonna answer his question like a good co-host.
0: Uh, I'm okay.
1: Okay. I'm okay. I'm not great, I am, I'm okay. And, that and that's is, okay. It
0: is okay. I'm yeah. okay, you're okay. <laughs> that's there, what it is. Yes. So, yeah, so we're um, kind of going a new direction today.
1: Yes, and we're, we're going to talk about the Koran. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, we're <laughs> scrapping that whole Bible thing. Oh, and, boy. Uh, so yeah, we're going to jump into the book of Romans. And we don't exactly know what that's going to look like. Not that we ever know what we're gonna do is gonna look like but <laughs> we um we've decided to tackle the book of Romans and came because in,
1: we're gluttons for punishment apparently
0: gluttons for punishment and we've agreed that we're not gonna dissect it verse by verse. Like kind we of did with that. Matthew, yeah. yeah. So um if there's a topic related to Romans, which I'm I'm pretty sure just about every topic could fall under Romans that you could come up with, but that's related to the Bible. That's related to the Bible. Well, I, I think just about... I don't know. I
1: don't think Pokemon Go falls under Romans
0: purview. Hmm. I think that's under, like, the worshipping false idols. Uh, <laughs> Romans, too, that have the images of... All
1: right. Dave, Dave will make it fit into Romans. I believe yeah. that's called eisegesis, not exegesis. <laughs> not exegesis. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I'm slightly terrified, but more, more so excited because there's just there's just a lot of stuff in Romans and we'll get to that um but why why do you want to talk about Romans and then maybe I can answer that because it just seems random like it's not the show for the long time was what Jesus said and did and why it matters today yeah and and Romans is most definitely written after the death of Jesus and written to people that are alive after the death and resurrection of Jesus um but you know, we're not reading things that he said, and we're not reading things that he did. So it is a big shift for us in what yes. we've talked about. Um, but what is appealing about Romans to you that that made you want to head in this direction?
0: Uh, there, um, there are a lot of things um, that make me want to do this. But I would, I would have to say that I'm, I'm fascinated by the number of uh, significant uh, people in the Church history who are impacted by reading the Book of Romans. Um, Martin Luther, uh, in particular, and kind of this idea of being saved by grace, and it's not about works. Um, so that's I think that's kind of the first part of... Uh, It's just that the the people that have been influenced by Romans, the book of Romans, then been influenced by the church. Uh, The second piece for me is, I just feel like Romans does such a great job of dealing with this tension that I feel like we're all always in, in terms of how do I be a Christian and how do I live out my faith? And um, I think sometimes it's tougher to uh live in the grace after becoming a christian and being years down the road than it is to accept that grace when we're first brought to him and so you know doing the very things i don't want to do and just just kind of um listening to um getting a glimpse in, into to paul's i'm going to say struggle uh i don't know if that's a fair word but him just wrestling with what the Christian faith is, is all about. And then, um, this is kind of maybe a little bit of a stretch, but, um, Paul has an interaction with Jesus after Jesus has resurrected. Not the Holy Spirit, but actually with Jesus. In Acts 9, where it talks about, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Saul says, "Who are you, Lord?" And, G- and he says, "I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting." And so,
1: <laughs> shouldn't they be like you're the one persecuting me? Shouldn't you know who I am? Like- yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and so, so so there's there's that element of it. And then even if you kind of take this, I, I, I don't claim to be a scholar in Pauline theology or. Uh, the letters that he wrote, uh, but Romans very much has this like um, introduction to um, I was called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God, the gospel He promised beforehand through His prophets and holy scriptures regarding His Son, and I, I, I think for me, Romans more than any other of the letters that Paul wrote has this connection for us in terms of the masterclass and what Jesus says and what it has on our life in it. And so I kind of want to unpack that a little bit of, um, because I'm, I, I'm just like, wow, he has some like firsthand knowledge that is really intense to me. So that was a really long answer that I guess I didn't even kind of totally realize that it was all in there for me. So it's all good.
1: Um, I think for me, um, I mean, there's, there's a few reasons why I want to talk about Romans. Uh, I think Romans scares a lot of people because there's, I'm in that camp, a lot of big words, a lot of big concepts, a lot of, um, potentially confusing, um, thoughts because Paul just goes and, goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and it's kind of hard sometimes to to understand exactly what he's talking about because he is so verbose and he is trying to deal with these concepts that are, you know, abstract and new to the world that never yeah. existed before this. No. Um, and so part of me wants to tackle that because... I enjoy a good challenge, Mm -hmm. and if we can in any way be a part of helping someone out there understand Romans a little bit better and understanding what Paul's talking about, like, that's awesome, and we'll give total credit to God for working through us in that way if it does happen, because, I mean, we're just guys, you know? We're not scholars. We're not, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not dumb, but we're not J.I. Packer. We're not Dallas Willard. We're not Martin Luther. Like, we're just guys. Yep. With microphones.
0: With microphones. So. Um,
1: but with a desire to, to discuss and help. And so if we can do that with a book that I think a lot of people are hesitant or confused by or um, um, wary of, just because of how, and the, kind of the stigma that Romans comes with is like, ooh, justification and glorification and sanctification and the Romans road and all of, you know that stuff that you're just kind of like, oh, that's... Can we just read Philippians? That's only four chapters, (laughs) you know? Um, So that's one reason. Um, The other reason, and kind of on top of that, is because it is so heavy on theology and doctrine, I automatically gravitate towards wanting to talk about that stuff, Mm -hmm. because that stuff really intrigues me, and I know dogma might, you know, bore people, but... I think theology and doctrine is incredibly interesting, and I think if we can have a normal discussion in normal terms about what it means, that might help people out there who wouldn't give it a shot otherwise. Go, oh, you know what? That actually is pretty interesting, or oh, wow, that means this for me, or I never thought about it that way. And if we can just uh, stir conversation around, you know, terms like justification and sanctification and glorification and the other the doctrine, you know, of of the gospel and that sort of stuff, and get people to not be uh how, or those things being taboo or you know for the smart scholarly christians like it it's important for everyone to understand you know as you put it what paul is talking about with a wrestling with the faith and some of that is is wrestling with those concepts and understanding them um and then i guess third like it's i like a long book you know because like we can sit on this for a while mhm and um Is it sixteen? I think it's thirteen. Thirteen. That's how prepared we are, guys. <laughs> oh no. Plus no, no, we no. don't ever we no, don't it's, memorize. It's definitely sixteen.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh yeah. I plus some meat to it.
1: Yeah. And and I think to your point earlier about, you know, kind of being like the masterclass for Christian life. Like, I think outside of the Gospels, which are, you know, they're their uh, history, telling the life of Jesus, what he did, what he said, who he interacted with. I think Romans is geared. I mean, he's writing to the capital. He's writing to the people in Rome, the capital of the known world. And I'm on my way, and here's what you need to know. Like, this is Paul's, you know, Magna Carta. This is his constitution. This is his... I'm telling the people in the most important or largest city in the known you know, world at this point, to his knowledge, exactly everything I want them to know about Jesus, about God, and about the faith. And so for that reason, Romans excites me too, because it's like, this is Paul's one shot to tell people in the most influential part of the world everything he wants them to know about the faith in God. And so I think for that reason it's incredibly important for us to unpack what he says because I mean this is this is not sp- like Philippians or 1 Timothy or 1 Thessalonians or even 1 Corinthians like our specific letters to specific people for specific reasons. And this is like his if I could tell you anything and everything this is what I want to tell you. Mm-hmm. And so that motivation and that uh, you know, context I think is really, really, really what separates Romans apart from anything else in the Bible. And that's why I think it's worth not that the other books aren't worth they're all worth reading. Oh, yeah. But because of Paul's um position and Paul's um purpose in this book, I think it kind of sets it apart as its own like you've got the gospels, you know, and then you've got the rest of Paul's letters, but Romans stands by itself, mm-hmm. I think.
0: Oh, I would agree. Um yeah, and there's I think there's a passion for Paul in this letter and in, in in maybe even the people of Rome that he doesn't have with the other folks, which I again this is Dave Hogue's speculation here, but not when I just think about the other letters, there's this just sort of like I long to be with you and I know well anyway. So yeah, it it seems like even for him personally there's a weightiness to it. There's a uh, more of a passion. um, And like you said, uh, not as much, even, you know, some of his other letters, it even seems like there's kind of some rebuking going on. Like this is the issue. personal. This is the issue that you all are having. And this is why Mm. I'm writing you. And this is what you need to deal with. And off the top of my head, I don't think of that so much with Romans as being a, it's more of a, for those of you who I do know there, I celebrate what you're doing. Keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. And a here, I'm going to kind of give you this as you know, like you yeah, said, it's a, yeah, it's it's his manifesto,
1: mm-hmm. if we can use you know sure. a term that you know means different things to different people. <laughs> but it's 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 what he wants them to know before he shows up. So when he shows up, there's talking points. You know what I mean. And he sent this ahead of himself, and it, he never makes it, does he?
0: That's I. He honestly... gets
1: he gets shipwrecked on the way, I believe, for like the third time or something stupid. Like, don't travel with Paul, guys. <laughs> bad luck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, Just if I got an a out boat, him in general. Could well, yeah. Bad news. No, no she bail. bears
1: though. Um. Yeah, and and whereas the other letters are very personal, where he even names people says, you have done this, or this person sends their wishes, you know, Barnabas this, Silas that, you know, blah, 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 blah. They're, They're personal letters to individual churches in specific areas talking about specific themes and issues that relate directly to that church. Now, those themes and issues can correlate to, you know, us and still impact us, but Romans is his his master class, if we can use an you know, <laughs> inside baseball term there. Sure. And I think, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at, and I think we're on the same page, and why I think it was so easy for us to
0: agree to do this was like, yeah, that makes total sense. Yes. So just on a quick little Google search, I don't know how accurate this is, but. It looks like not only did Paul go to Rome, but he was imprisoned in Rome for two years. Really? (laughs) And I don't know. This could be, like, somebody's, like, their own. Anyway. Well, then my recollection is incorrect,
1: if that source can be trusted. What news site is it on, Dave? Is it CNN or Fox?
0: Mm. (laughs) The fake news. Uh, so another topic, if I can shift gears here actually a little bit, cause we'll figure out if Paul actually made it to Rome or not eventually. <laughs> Cliffhanger. I, I, well, I don't think, I don't think we've really ever discussed the whole like predestination oh, here we go. because, and we're not, we won't get into it today, but I suspect this is going to be one of those things that you and I have different views on.
1: Now I'm intrigued. So I feel like we've brushed against it. I, we might've even talked about it once. I feel like we have a show title referring to that, <laughs> but you know, with 108 in the bag, it's, you know, that's a lot to remember. It is. Um, yes, there, there's going to be some, some, some Calvinist versus non-Calvinist, uh, discussions to be had. Yeah.
0: Cause I think I'm a little bit more Calvinistic than you are, if that's even a word. I think you might be surprised. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: I think I'm a closeted
0: Calvinist. See, and that's kind
1: of maybe what I
0: <laughs> okay, But I'm so... not
1: but like I, I don't feel like I'm a full blown. Oh, I'm
0: definitely not full blown.
1: But the free will versus predetermination conversation is something I love to talk about. Yeah. Because so...
0: I just don't know.
1: Well But that's... it's like there's just so it's just so intriguing to think about and to discuss and to debate and yes yeah i haven't landed yet i'm I'm getting closer and closer to the ground but i haven't quite landed yet
0: that's funny it sounds like we're very
1: similar so maybe we're more <laughs> big alike surprise yeah, Dave. Exactly. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> dang it why can't we disagree so
0: boring so boring but you know again i've mentioned my girls before and and talking to them about their faith and that's one of the ones that kind of comes up more and more uh, with them is the uh, you know well, there's a third option. Did you know that? Oh, I think I, I think there's probably even more than three on on, but it's called Molinism. Molinism. M O L I N I
1: S I M. Molinism. Yeah, and it's that God has foreknowledge. Sure. So Which... instead of you know free will and 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 predetermination, there's. The middle ground, which is foreknowledge, which it's your decision, but God knows what you're
0: going to choose beforehand, if I
1: remember correctly.
0: I haven't researched it since I was in grad school, but... But then maybe even he... So, well, we don't need to put We'll, we'll kind of, get into that. But then he may kind of, based on his foreknowledge, then intervenes on some level, or is it completely just a foreknowledge?
1: Uh Honestly, I don't know enough okay. off the top of my... It's, like I said, it's been eight or nine years since I did the research. And I went to grad school with a kid who was a like, not a kid. He was like 24, um, kid, but an adult. Um, and he was a big into Mormonism at the time. And he was a philosophy major turned biblical studies, you know, masters, um, very smart guy. Um, and he was, he's the one that introduced it to me. And I was like, well, that's, a wrench I wasn't expecting. Yeah. So
0: we'll get there at some yep. point.
1: Um, stay tuned, listeners.
0: You know, and I'm just, I'm, I'm always fascinated too, which this is a little bit of a tangent, not necessarily tied to Roman, is the the people who set out to disprove Christianity or, you know, the people from a genuine, I'm not a believer of God, but I'm going to look into this C.S. Lewis. Um, and then I think Lee Strobel is somebody that's fairly recent. Um, But this idea of people that really kind of decide, I'm going to tackle the Bible, and then end up um, arriving at a, oh, well, maybe there is something to this God thing, and then ending up people that have a great impact on the kingdom, um, it seems to me, and I can't back this up with any kind of fact, of uh, Romans playing a part in that for people, like after the Gospels and things like that, so...
1: Well, I think too, especially among the like, uh, academic elite that are non-Christians, the, the public perception is that they perceive Christians to be stupid or not smart enough to realize that it's all a bunch of hocus pocus. That's the perception. Uh, whether that's true on an individual basis is obviously, you know, not for me to know. Mm Um, but uh, I think one of the reasons why Romans would play a part in someone kind of going, whoa, wait a minute, is because Paul's no dummy. No. The man no. knows no, no, no. Yeah. The man knows how to speak, how to write, how to communicate, how to argue, how to present things in a very, very, very intelligent way. Like there was a reason he was who he was before his conversion. Right?
0: Absolutely. And so I yeah, think like the Jew leas- amongst
1: Jews, right? <laughs> like, yeah, leader of the pack, as it were. And there's a reason why people listen to him once he converted. You know, I, I kind of view it as, as someone like Dallas Willard, who I don't think, you know, had such a s- strong conversion, more of, but he was a philosophy professor at USC, which does not strike me as, you know, the hotbed of Christianity, you know, in that department. No. But because he was intelligent and thorough and a good academic and a good professor and a good writer. And because he was able to play ball on the level of his secular, um, colleagues, they could not treat him as a dummy Christian because he could hold his own in their court. Mm -hmm. And that to me is an incredible witness for Christianity is that, it's not just, you know, normal folks that believe in Christianity. Like, you will find people at the height of law, at the height of medicine, at the height of, you know, uh, non-medical science, at the height of, you know, whatever the industry is that are Christians. And it's those people that challenge the perception of others that if you're going to be intelligent, you can't also be a Christian. And and so that's kind of how I feel about the about Romans in that sense is that it's, It is intellectually challenging, very much so. It is it is worldview challenging, it is theologically challenging, and morally challenging. And that's you know, again, what what excites me the most about talking about is because there's going to be times where I read it, I'm just gonna I just don't know. Sure. And research will have to be done and. You know, we, when we started out, we were, you know, did a lot more research and read a lot more quotes and, and that sort of stuff. And then we kind of settled into a very conversational, you know, discussion of Matthew. But I'm not saying we're going to go 100% back to reading a bunch of quotes and doing four hours of research for each show because that's probably not going to happen. That's just not how we roll anymore. (laughs) And it's not that we don't want to do it. It's just, but I feel like because Romans is such a, um, dense book some of that might have to happen and so if you guys hear us quoting other people it's because we want to do our best to you know represent the book and what it means because
0: you know i could use some help absolutely and there's people a lot smarter than us that <laughs> have dealt with this and landed on things and Deciphered what was said, and so yeah, they will so, be
1: our intellectual Sherpas
0: <laughs> as we climb this mountain. Climb the mount, the Mount Romans. <laughs> 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 um, boy, I had another thought that I was going to say, and it totally is like yeah. out of my head. Now. That's what I get for saying Sherpas. <laughs> yeah, it's gone.
1: All right, so I think this episode might wind up being a short one. But it's an introductory episode, so that's I'm fine with that. Um, But, yeah, going forward, um, I think we're just going to kind of take it a a step at a time. And um, because we're not necessarily going to do this verse for verse like we did Matthew, if there are specific verses or topics or sections that you want us to focus on or that you have questions or thoughts about, like, this is really your time as a listener to right into the show and let us know, because that would be really helpful for us. Cause like, we obviously have things that we want to focus on and we want to talk about. Um, but like if there's a a verse or two or five of Romans that you really like, that you hate, that you don't understand, that you have questions about, like, let us know because that, that would be really encouraging and helpful for us to know that we can focus there and that's going to benefit somebody even not even for us to provide you with the right answer, but just, to maybe provide a different perspective or thought process that's going to kick something off in your head and then you can go off and, and, and do more thinking about it. Like, we're not here to provide you with all the answers because we just can't, you know, God can move through anybody, but based, you know, we're not going to give everyone every answer, but if we can help discuss it in a way that's going to help you process it in a different or better way, like that's really all we can offer, you know? Um, but we can't do that if we don't know what, what you're thinking. So if you do want to write in over the course of however many future episodes, we're going to discuss Romans. Um, but it would be really helpful if you did that, you know, when you listen to this episode, so we can maybe plan a bit of where we're going to go. Um, you can do that. You can email us, um, hello at super uh, Dave's on Twitter at, dave Hoag, david j hoag at david j hoag and i'm on twitter at cam brennan of course all of these links will be in the
0: show notes which can be found at super slash masterclass slash 109 indeed or in your podcast app yes because they'll be right there um
1: I, I don't know what else to say yeah. We haven't had an episode this short in a really, really, really <laughs> long time. This is so unusual.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't remember what I was going to say. So I was
1: trying to buy you time, man.
0: <laughs> and then it didn't come back. It must not have been all that important. <sighs>
1: all right. Well, I guess we'll just call it then. All right. I got no problem <laughs> giving people some more of their life back.
0: Yeah, we appreciate you listening and look forward to going on this journey with you.
1: Yes, and uh, just a quick shout out to Katie, Rachel and Wilby for their Patreon support. Woohoo. Still ongoing. You guys are the best. Appreciate um, it very much. Well, and all of our li- other listeners too. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you, you very for much. Listening. Very, Thank you for very, downloading. Very much. It's, it's still kind of weird that people listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, but Whew. It's interesting. All right. Well, on that awkward ending, uh we will be back with episode 110 in the near future and we'll be in Romans, so See you then. Bye.